Welcome, everyone. We are about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, Shalom Bayis, Shir number 98. We're going to talk about Isser Lashon Hara when it comes pertaining to Shalom Bayis. The Isser of Lashon Hara is especially important to be aware of in marriage. One is, we're going to talk a different time about the halachas of what you're allowed to tell your wife, B'nai other people, what constitutes Lashon Hara or not there. But in this year, we're going to discuss the simple aspect of your that you're never allowed to speak about your wife or your husband to others in a derogatory way, in a negative way. And um, even if there's a dispute, there's some issue going on between a husband and a wife. And um, so it's better to iron, iron out the differences themselves. At times, um, it's best to go to a rav or a counselor or a mentor together with the goal of ironing out the differences. So with that outside person, that that, uh, third party, there it's mutter to discuss their grievances with each other. It's not Lashon Hara there because it's a Tayelas. That's the exception to the rule. When a couple both mutually agree they're going to counseling and they're speaking to someone professional and they are bringing out aspects there that they need to iron out. So that's okay. But in other than something like that, you're not allowed to speak negatively whatsoever. Avoiding Lashon Hara in marriage is an Nisayan. Is a Nisayan. Why? Because pe- couples are constantly together and because they're constantly together and interacting all the time, they're bound to be differences of opinions between the two of them or some types of quarrels. And when these differences of opinion take place or these quarrels take place, there's a tendency to relate those incidents to your parents or to some of your friends. And you could easily fall into the Isser of Lashon Hara. And besides the Etzem Isser of Lashon Hara, of speaking negatively against your husband or your wife, that type of talk inherently damages a marriage in a very serious way. And um, you need to know this because revealing to your parents or to your friends a lot that goes on between yourselves, between a couple, causes them, the parents or the friends, to sometimes interfere in negative ways that could damage the marriage further. If anything, you go to that counselor or mentor or of a specific responsible person when needed. And um, the first step when there are disputes between a husband and a wife, you know, besides going to a third party, is obviously to sit together and discuss it calmly and respectfully between themselves what's bothering them and together they try to find a solution and one of the keys here is that each side needs to be ready to compromise and a heart-to-heart discussion between the two of them is certainly way way more preferable than just simply making harmful remarks whether those harmful remarks are directed 
to each other or whether those harmful remarks are directed to others we want to vent. And um, so that's very important. There's that iser to say Lashon Hara about your spouse. And it's better to just develop that courage and that honesty to approach each other and to talk about whatever difficulties come up in a calm way with one another. You dive in beforehand, that you do it the right way, and then you try. You try to find a solution. And um, that direct communication is not only just an etzatoiva, it's a piece of good advice, it's actually a mitzvah. You're being mekayim a mitzvah. By doing this, you're promoting the stability and peace in a marriage. When you express those differences, and you try to bring out the best of each other by ironing it out that way. So that's one yisayid about the Isalash and Hara. Another yisayid is just important to know that sometimes there's a disparity between a couple in their spiritual development as they grow. And one spouse may improve spiritually, leaving the other spouse somewhat behind. And sometimes that causes a jealousy or envy or friction. So, for example, uh, if a husband wants to add learning to his uh, evenings and his wife may be in opposition to this because she will have less time with him or because she doesn't want to be alone so many hours at night while he's in the base medrash. Or um, another example, a wife may decide to be more careful of what we just spoke about, not to speak Lashon Hara, or to buy food that has a better hechsher or to, you know, whatever it is. And the husband may disagree or feel threatened by that additional, um, you know, standard. So in general, the best way to avoid these conflicts in these areas is a common-sense healthy approach of always showing an abundant amount of love and support towards your husband or wife all the time. In some cases... You have a case where a couple grows spiritually and um, let's say she never covered her hair in the past and the husband wants her to cover her hair and she refuses to cover her hair. Um, You need to understand very often that this refusal of not wanting to do this may not be because of religious reasons, um, but, uh, you know, uh, it's more like he's so busy and he barely spends time with her and then he throws this on her, I want you to cover the hair. You know, when you're not spending any time with her and you're not showing her any affection. And very often, once you do spend that time and and express that affection, she'll be more inclined to accept those spiritual aspects in your life. Um, Okay, covering the hair for someone who hasn't may be a big step, it may take some time. But very, for very often, for other types of um, things, it's very, you know, they'll be more inclined to, to work with each other uh, if there's love and support between one another. That's just a general rule you need to know. That if, again, someone, one of the, them are on a higher standard or is growing very high and the other one is not at this point and... Uh, so the higher, the one that wants to reach higher needs to make sure that they don't um, 
you know, uh, it's not my way or the highway. You play it um, very smart by just being always a menschlich about it, expressing things and not in a condescending way. Because if you, if, if you speak in a condescending way to your spouse, that you're keeping a higher standard of something and your spouse isn't, and it's spoken in a condescending way, then the uh, the spouse that's less um, you know that's 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 less um, um, interested in improving spiritually feels very threatened, and they may get uh, angry or jealous or defensive. Defensive is is mostly the the way it's done, you know. And you have to be careful. You have to always do it in a very menschlicher way, not imposing one on the other these extra chumras or standards but to discuss it. And especially you need to know if it doesn't impede one on the other, it doesn't, it really, what's the harm? So it's very important to know. So let us, husband eat shikaladas. If a wife uh, wants to commit on herself to daven shmanesre uh, or to say more tehillim or whatever it is, and it's really not interfering in any aspect of the home or whatever it is. So encourage it. We're certainly not um, be antagonistic towards it. The fact that your husband or wife wants to grow more. Now, when it comes to the husband going out for a long period of time for an extra seder at night, so he may have to compromise and not go out that long and only add a half hour to that seder outside of the home or do that seder inside of the home. And some nights, um, you know, do spend time with her. So that's always a shikaladas of of knowing what to do and how to go about doing it. But again, just like we spoke about, to avoid the isolation hara of speaking negatively about your spouse to others, the same applies with this type of situation when there's a disparity between a couple in spiritual development. So in whatever the case is, the best approach is to have open and healthy communication with one another, express your differences, so in this case, for example, the wife or the husband, whichever one wants to take on an extra spiritual commitment, they say, you know, it's it's not, uh, you know, it's not it's not shtick. This is something that I just feel it's important. I don't want to. I'm not. I, I'm not doing this to be controlling. I'm not doing this to uh, be one up on on the neighbors. I, uh, you know, I just want to be more erlich, more closer to Hashem. And uh, let's find a way to do this or to, to allow me to get, have this done without, you know, without uh, any, any types of friction. And in most cases, with most of these things, and again, you do it little by little, it's workable, it's doable. And if they were both work together, they could live in peace and harmony, even when there is sometimes differences of opinions and even when there is a different uh, standard in their religious observance between one another, and even it may be uh, significant. Nevertheless, they have ability to work through these issues together in a calm way with shalom and ahava. Have a wonderful day.